This is WKNC 88.1 FM Raleigh. I am your host, The Loaf, and this is Off the Record, an interview podcast series here at WKNC where artists of many shapes, sizes, genres, and backgrounds are interviewed. And in this edition, I have the honor of speaking with uh, Grace Sullivan, aka Wish Queen, a dream pop, art pop, sort of indie type vibe, uh, local, not local artist, sorry, Cleveland artist, uh, ahead of her uh, newest single, uh, Magic, from her upcoming album, Saturnalia. 
Grace, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am. I am well. Uh, welcome to WKNC and, uh, you know, everything in general. Um, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Uh, so how has like the past sort of month and you've been treating you? Ha uh, 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 have you been really hard at work with your music and sort of everything in general? Or have you just been sort of like spacing out like 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 what's up with it? What was the general vibe? It's been really busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's been really busy. I'm I'm really looking forward to having everything out in the world so I can let go of it because I think if you sit with something too long or like listen to it over and over again, it can drive you a little crazy. So yeah. once I think the legwork is done and it's kind of taking on a world of its own, I can breathe a sigh of relief. This has been a really busy year so far. So, um, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> well, uh, well, it it's always good to keep busy and especially with like something where it's kind of. Like balled up like that like you just need a release for it yeah and i and i'm glad that you know it's just sort of just like you know music and sort of art exists because that's that's the sort of release exactly right? that's why we need it yeah yeah um so where are you uh originally from uh so i grew up just outside of cleveland ohio and that's where i'm living right now um but i do have some north carolina connections cool I cool went to unc wilmington for college and i lived in Wilmington and Asheville for a little bit um yeah I just love it here so I always try to come back a few times a year awesome uh so uh I guess um so 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 I'm always interested in sort of local scenes in general I'm really much into the Raleigh local scene how is the Cleveland local scene like going on is like thriving is there a lot of like radio stations that are playing local music like 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 what's it what's it like up there yeah there's a lot of talent um I've got a lot of friends who play all different types of music there's a big kind of like grunge scene and the, like you know alternative rock scene there's a lot of kind of underground venues that play all sorts of local artists um and then recently there's a few artists myself included who are kind of creating this dream pop scene in cleveland and that's been really fun there's there's a lot of um a lot going on in cleveland would you say that your your sort of dream pop sound is more sort of up and coming in a sort of minority in comparison to sort of alternative type sounds in cleveland yeah definitely i think there's a tendency to play a little bit harder <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah i feel that um cool so um i guess Wish Queen, uh, how'd you originally come up with that name? It's it, it, it seems like, you know, Wish Queen, like, like what's up with it? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I'm kind of always making wishes and like coming up with little stories and like, yeah, yeah, and very like, you know, um, I'm, I'm a little like. I don't even know. And not like, I don't know what the word is. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, you know, like very spiritual aspirational, spiritual. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like uh, a little new agey. Um, and then I was like, I don't know. I'm always like, when we make it to the bridge, you get to make a wish. If you let a bug out of your house, you get to make a mm -hmm. wish. Like kind yeah. of all these like fake mythologies. Yeah. And um, my friend Zach one day was like, okay, wish queen, like kind of making fun of me. And it was at the same time that we'd been trying to come up with a name for the Wish Queen project. And okay. everyone in the room kind of looked at each other like, oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, and it yeah. Stuck. So, okay. yeah, it kind of happened naturally. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, so, 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 so I guess, like, it, 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 
that's where it brings me back to like my own personal experiences with, 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 with wishing and whimsical type of feelings where I know that during high school I'm not sure if 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 you're like this but when you're when you're on a bus when you're on a school bus I don't know if it's just a North Carolina thing and you're going over a a, a, a rail you like touch a screw and lift up your, your your um your feet off the ground and you make a wish yeah so like I mean like I it's it's very cool to see sort of like sort of um you know that sort of one's closer astrological type feelings in in like artists and sort of art in general which yeah. I think that you've captured perfectly in your uh in your upcoming album uh, Saturnalia and magic okay. you're single well, we always we all have our own like types of little mythologies and stories or things like rituals that we do yeah. you know like friend groups all have their own individual things so it's fun to be able to tap into that I guess more like philosophically um what does wish queen mean to you is it, it, it is it more that sort of whimsical like astrological feeling or is there something else to it so I think in the beginning um I was viewing wish queen and I still do as kind of a higher self, like alter ego manifestation of, um, you know, making things happen, like making wishes come true kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but the more that I wrote music and kind of found my voice as an artist, I realized that it was taking on the other meaning of wishing, like hoping and yearning, because most of my songs are really sad. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, it's kind of a two sides of the same coin, I think. So like wishing and the hope of like, like wishing things were different or hoping for something and like in a sad kind of nostalgic way. And then also tapping into like that artist, that kind of channel, um, that I also view wish queen as. So it's like both meanings of the word wish. Is there a specific goal or like feeling that, that, that you wanted to capture with wish queen that it, I, I, I heard like you sort of like a, like sort of, um. You know, uh, at least for me, it's very sort of like longing, sort of uh, whimsical, sort of just like wishing something was there that isn't. At least that's how I get it. it, it, it is, is there anything that you want, you thought that you want to specifically capture with your music and wanted other people to experience? Yeah. So the album, the debut album, Saturnalia, really tells a story. And in the beginning, it's kind of that wishing things were different, hoping, longing kind of feeling. The, the angst, the feeling like something's wrong or you're missing something, like sorrow, all of those things mixed up in one. Mm -hmm. And as the album goes on, it kind of transforms into um, a story of self-actualization and coming into oneself and kind of shedding all those fears and insecurities and regrets. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of the journey of the album. And that's why it's called Saturnalia, because it's um, about the astrological Saturn return, which is when Saturn comes back to the place it was when you were born. And it's known as um, the full maturation of your chart and really like coming into yourself at that moment. So I wrote it during my Saturn return. And um, so there's a lot of layered meanings in in the story of the album. So um, as an artist, do you have any like major uh, musical influences, any artists that you like really look up to, aspire to or anything like or any like one album? Or like artists that you always have on repeat, like constantly through a playlist or or what? I definitely go through phases. Um, I'm a Joni Mitchell lover okay. all the way. always have been. And I feel like her album Hajira and Court and Sparks, those two are kind of always on repeat for me. I love Joanna Newsom. Mm -hmm. um, 
have one on me and divers have been huge influences lyrically. And more recently, I'm I'm really into Ethel Kane and I love her new um, album, Preacher's Daughter, but her older EP, Golden Age, was a big influence for this album, actually. All right. Yeah. So with these sort of um, artists, do you... Do you look at their music as more of an aspiration, a goal to have set, or do you do you look at it more as sort of like, okay, I'm gonna take take this, and I'm just gonna go my own direction, or like 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 how independent are you with your thoughts of music, at, like compared to like you know looking at other artists? I feel like I'm always kind of taking a little bit here and there. I don't know if there's like a specific person I can look to and be like, oh, I want to be just like that. Yeah. Um, I definitely am the kind of person who, if I love something, I'll listen to it over and over and over and over again until it's like embedded into my brain. And then I'll be like, okay, I can't listen to this anymore for a while. And That's then move with on. me. And, uh, <laughs> th- there's this, uh, there's this artist called a home and swear and they, and they just came out with a new album called the whaler. Like legitimately, like I couldn't make a DJ set like this past week because I was just listening to their album like nonstop yeah. and like it's a perfect sound. So yeah. yeah, I totally understand. So I think just after years and years of doing that with various artists, I don't even really know what has stuck. And nice. Like, what has because okay. Wish Queen? I mean, there's definitely specific influences, but I would like to think that it's a project all on its own. I'm trying. I can't really like when people ask me to compare it or describe it in terms of like a genre I'm I always have a hard time I'm not really sure yet and yeah. maybe that'll be easier once I can hear what other people think it sounds like because I, I feel like I'm a little too close to it to, okay to really accurately yeah. say yeah. that you know yeah yeah okay um so I guess getting into the music I guess more generally uh how would you <laughs> going to um going to the genre how how would you define your own music i sort of at least at least what i wrote down is it's very slow sort of methodical crawl of sounds and rhythms and you can also have just like very a uh, fast loose sort of dance of sounds or is it just something more in between because that because uh because when i was listening to to the album and the, and the new single magic i definitely saw those sort of just like dynamics uh into it so how would you define it yeah i think and I I worked it very closely in collaboration with my producer Austin Benyuk on this album, and I think it was a mind meld of like both of our different influences. Um, so this is the this is the question that's so hard for me to answer. <laughs> it's, it's so hard. I always like asking this question because because it really makes like people think. Yeah. Like you know, especially like how do you do define it? your own feelings and your expression of them, you know, without, without just like pointing to what you did to be like, Hey, yeah. this is it. So, so I've, I've always written like poetry and I think that's how all of the st- songs started, like just as very personal poetry that mm-hmm. I kind of held very closely for a long time and then decided to try to set to music so I was like singing different melodies kind of things that just like came to my head I didn't really think about them too hard and then working with Austin we we tried a bunch of different sounds and a bunch of different styles for these melodies and what really resonated I think was these shimmering full synths and a bunch of different layers like all the songs are very layered and they all kind of had this slow burn like this steady chug forward into this like nice crescendo towards the end of the song but 
they're all a little bit longer, um, a little bit more steady, a little bit um, meditative, I think. Yeah. So I think those are some words I would describe the songs with. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess like, well, getting into it more. Um. So I'm personally, uh, at least this semester, I'm taking an astronomy class, which is very much lined awesome. up with sort of just like sign and return and, and sort of like what I think of sort of space and sort of just like astrology in general, where it's like it's it's very just 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 out there. It's observable, and you can just, I guess, oh my god, I, I, I'm trying to get it right. How would you describe astrology, you know? I don't know. I would describe it as, like, computer code for our experiences on Earth. Like, the stars are, like, some sort of code for how we are made up and what our experiences are and what our cycles are. I work very closely with um, an astrologer named Eliza Kelly and I'm still studying with her like there's so much to learn as soon as you think you have a grasp on it it's such more of a layered deeper really like science than people realize it is yeah. and I know some people roll their eyes when I start talking about astrology but yeah. I'm I'm all in okay <laughs> so um it, it are those sort of ideals uh transferred over to your music very one-to-one or is it just more sort of just like you're you, you're modifying it into something that's more like di digestible, I guess? I think it's just a piece. You know, I don't, I wouldn't say that the album, even though it's called Saturnalia and it's based on the experience of your Saturn return, it's just a piece of it. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't say it's all encompassing or, you know, astrology themed necessarily, mm -hmm. but it definitely plays an influence. Let's talk about, I guess, uh, Saturnalia in general. The um, your your new uh, up, uh upcoming album. Uh, what is it coming out? So it comes out on October twenty seventh. Um, and I'm excited because it's the weekend before Halloween. It's gonna have kind of a spooky vibe to it. Nice, <laughs> nice. We're having a release party and show that weekend in Cleveland. Um, at the Grog Shop. It's one of you know our our main local venues, so I'm That's really a sick name by the way. Yeah, I'm, it's it, it, it seems really cool. It, 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 is it like a vinyl like type shop or like what is it? No, it's it's been around for a while, um, and a bunch of artists have come through. It's it's more of an intimate venue, but it's got great sound, great history. There's a couple different stages. Um, I don't know. Do you know who Julia Jacqueline is? Uh, no. I just I just saw her at the Grog Shop um a couple weeks ago, and she, it was the best show I've ever seen. It's like just they do. It's that kind of that vibe where like everyone in the room just loves the music and it's smaller, but everybody's paying attention. It's really great energy. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to play there. Nice. If if you could put like an overall theme or just like um feeling on uh Saturnalia, what what would you put on it exactly? I would say the journey of kind of shedding limiting beliefs and fears and regrets and coming into oneself mm -hmm. so yeah I think people who are experiencing change or loss or um just growing up mm -hmm. and facing reality the way it is now with all of its faults and shortcomings will really resonate with this album so um talking about your experiences personally especially with like Saturn return and sort of a, a returnal uh of self um 
is this album uh sort of more of a journey to that return to a destination or is it more of just a, a continuing journey because it definitely seems like it's at least how i view it, it is definitely a return to something that you lost or maybe something that was uh that 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 is now gained so like is that return and sort of like the expansion of it uh sort of like a destination or a journey for you in this album and just personally definitely a journey i think um you know everything happens in cycles which is a common theme in the album actually it's interesting that you asked this because the the first song starts the way the last song ends with kind of this like heart drum beat so yeah. the the symbolism behind that is that like we're always kind of coming back to where we started we're always coming back to the same realizations and the same you know kind of epiphanies and and then like you know sometimes bad patterns again and again um so both i would say okay <laughs> yeah is this um is this journey always the same or is it different for like whenever you're listening to the album or whenever you're like per, like personal experiences in the album when you look back at it when you listen to it do you th do you always are, are you always picking out something new to it or is it just it or is it always sort of like the same constant journey like that's been marked and sort of uh yeah i think written. i think every time i listen to it i gain a deeper understanding of what it is about because I think a lot of it was subconscious and I didn't even really realize the story within it until afterwards I was just kind of writing and Austin and I were recording and just kind of plugging along and kind of had a general idea but now that it's all done and set listening to it now I can like it feels like there's deeper meanings that even I can um gather every time which is which has been really cool and of course, you know, as an artist, sometimes I listen to a song too many times. I start yeah. listening for things that I don't like. So I've yeah. had to stop listening and yeah. take a little break. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, okay. So I got a lot of it was um, sort of um, discovering yourself, looking at your past. Uh, is that something that you wanted to evoke with others? while listening to Saturday like, because I, because that's how I sort of felt when I listened to the album was like, I, I, I was very much sort of a, like introspective and sort of like discovering, I guess, like little things about me, like, like through your lens of sort of like uh, cycles and sort of just like longing and sort of depression. Is that something that, that you, you, you wanted to evoke with others or is it just, or, or, or is it just that like a happy side effect of it all? So... You know, the first half of the album is really kind of a breakup album. And I think the cycle that I was stuck in for a long time was being in these unhealthy relationships and kind of attaching myself to people that I knew weren't good for me, but kind of letting that drag me down instead of being uncomfortable and sitting with myself and doing the work and thinking about what I actually wanted and who I was. So I think a lot of people can relate to that, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for better or for worse, it's something that I think everybody goes through. And eventually choosing yourself and realizing that you can shed these kind of unnecessary layers of 
bad decisions and grief and holding on to things that aren't working. So yeah, I, I hope that that resonates with a bunch of people because that's really a common experience, especially in, in your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, definitely. It's, it, it, it's definitely, um, I can definitely relate. Uh, it's 20s. It's a very transitional period. You're very, you're, you're very much sort of getting out of college. You're like sort of just like in the middle of it. You're sort of just, you know, discovering new things, new interests, and you're sort of like trying to grasp onto different things. And sort of like trying to trying to pull it in. Yeah. But then, absolutely. like you know, just just sometimes you just gotta like let some stuff go. Yeah. And all type of stuff. So. Yeah. Um. Cool. So. Um. Talking, I guess, about uh, your uh, latest single, your first single off of the album, uh, Magic. Um, how do you feel about it being out right now? What is, like, what do you hope that people get out of it? Like, what, what's, what's your initial reaction? Like, like, like so how do you feel about it? it's technically not out, but it will be out by the time this interview yeah, airs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I'll pretend. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining it's going to feel really, really good at this time to kind of just send it out into the world on its own magic is um about being in love for maybe the first time or a time that feels really consuming and feels very sure like you're sure you're meant to be with this person and mm -hmm. then you start to feel their feelings change for you mm -hmm. and it's something that we've all been through and it's horrible and it's awful and mm -hmm. <laughs> and and so kind of looking back and and wondering what changed what happened how can I hold on to this and it's a very you know sad sorrowful song mm -hmm. um and we just filmed a, a music video for it that's gonna be coming out yeah. on the same day and it's it has kind of um a lot of correlations with that haunted melody it's um we filmed it at this like old theater outside of Cleveland in Canton at the Canton Palace Theater nice. it's just gorgeous like ornate theater and we got this amazing film crew Nick Cavalier was the film director um and he got all these vintage camera lenses and things like that and so it's a magic show set mm -hmm. in like you know 1920s early film style period nice. so it's, it's almost filmed like a silent film from that period and it's very spooky and alluring and um so I think the video coming out with the single at the same time will evoke a lot of emotion. How is it like shooting m m music videos like this? Cause, uh, oh, cause it's, I feel like it's hard to get feelings out like audioly, just like trying try, try to get something like pat down, just like, 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 like that, that, that you're satisfied with. Is it, do, do you go through like the same, uh, like any emotions of just like, like sort of like conflict in yourself, how you want to represent your, audio your music in a video format or is it kind of just like very like straight on like oh absolutely like I I guess this doesn't always happen but as I was writing the song magic I had this concept in my head for the video and I kept seeing just like puffs of smoke and like kind of old-fashioned magician's assistants in this yeah. like very kind of creepy way on on a screen so um working with Nick to kind of bring that image to life and he storyboarded the whole thing i mean it was the most professional shoot i've ever been a part of so far it was it was very very cool um i'm i'm really excited to see how it turns out but it's it's very much in line with the story and the mood of the song so i feel 
really good that they go hand in hand together. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a different process than songwriting. It definitely more collaborative with yeah, film. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I th- it really feels like one and the same. Like they both evoke a very similar message. Nice, nice. Um, so I don't think it's I don't think it's that far of a stretch that this is a very a somber tale of yeah. sort of a <laughs> love and just sort of a losing it and sort of like uh giving it to at least how I feel it's sort of like losing your love to someone that you loved and they're just sort of like more like taking it in regret like 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 well not that they don't appreciate the love that you've given it, it, is this more of a sort of a personal tale for you something you got from experience or is it just or, or just something that you've observed with others yeah un- unfortunately it is yeah yeah <laughs> and, and i think the experience of watching kind of in slow motion somebody start to fall out of love with you mm-hmm. for whatever reason is really hurtful and there's nothing you can do about it, you know? And it, and, and it's not even really anyone's fault. It's yeah. just like sometimes love changes and nobody knows why. Yeah. And it's sad and it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, uh, I, I, I <laughs> it's fear. It's fearful. Yeah. Like, especially just like, you know, just, You've loved somebody and then they just all of a sudden just like you can see them not loving you. It's like, man. Yeah. And it's the risk that we take, yeah. you know, like going into love or a relationship, you know, that it could change for you or it could change for them kind mm-hmm. of at any point. And mm-hmm. it's terrifying. But, you know, you, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 You, you, you got to take like those risks. Yeah. In order to find something, um, I guess, permanent or, mm-hmm. or more anything like that. I guess speaking on uh, permanence um, and sort of uh, that feeling in general, it feels definitely musically uh, that you're just on a wave, a wave of sort of just like currently leading somewhere to a more, not necessarily a predetermined end, but it's kind of just like you don't know the end, but you know there's an end, Mm -hmm. right? And that's how I feel with your music and your sort of uh, uh, just vibe in in general. do you always have a destination for each of your songs? Like when when you're making them, do you always have a sort of like like a a a a, a set put sort of a journey roadmap that you want to take, or is it the song evolving with you as you're sort of singing it? I know that I know that you said you had poetry that mm-hmm. th- that you've written. Is it more based on the poetry you're you're writing, or is it more of an expansion of that sort of writing that wave? So I think the way that I write music might be a little different because I don't play an instrument. So the way that I write music is just kind of singing nonsense to myself until something sticks. And it usually is like I'll hear, and sometimes the songs come like fully formed and that feels really cool, like some sort of weird channel. <laughs> but other times, mostly, it'll, it'll come just like a phrase like or a little, a little snippet of something and I'll just sing it with myself for the next few days and then sit down on my computer and write it out Try to see if I can flesh out, you know, more lyrics, a chorus, a bridge, that kind of stuff. Um, and I feel like after that first initial little snippet that pops into my head, I don't really know where it's going to go. And it's it's fun. It's like putting a puzzle together. And there's been a couple songs that like I had no idea they were going to turn out the way they did. Like um, Magic, I kind of always knew what I wanted it to be, like from the very beginning. Yeah. That was more of a fully formed song. But the second 
um, single that's coming out on October 13th called Grievances. It's kind of this like angsty, like alt pop song. It's definitely the most upbeat. Yeah. That's where I got the sort of just like the the, <laughs> the, the, the more sort of driving force that that I referenced like earlier is that like listen to magic and listen to agreements like wow this is that this is definitely sort of like two ends of a of a spectrum yeah man. and grievance is actually started out as a very slow kind of melancholic song and it was called long drive and it was like so <laughs> different and then the more I sang it the more I like it wanted to be up tempo it wanted to be like more powerful and yeah. I ended up like there's a, a bridge at the end and it's kind of this, this bridge outro that wasn't there until, you know, a couple weeks before we recorded it. And mm-hmm. that song evolved so much. And I had no idea where it was going. I just kind of had, okay. had to be at its whim. <laughs> is that is that sort of um, evolutionary type of uh, type uh, writing and sort of a pr- producing um, more uh present in the album or is it or, or, or the predetermined sort of more present or, or is it a little bit of both like like is there some songs where you know it it kind of evolved with the writing and or you know was it somewhere it was already kind of kind of predetermined like magic i think there's a it's it's a mix there's definitely a couple songs that seemed more predetermined like the intro song on the album was definitely set it was the first song i wrote i had a very specific goal of how I wanted it to sound magic felt the same way and then you know I think and coast to coast also which is a reprise of a song that I wrote with Ratterall which is this other Cleveland dream pop band um and those songs were pretty set and everything else kind of was I allowed to evolve the way it needed to go and I think having those pieces together really helped create the story arc like it was like there were some like landing points and then we we're just like filling in the gaps yeah of, yeah of what was missing okay yeah i uh so i guess with albums and music in general i definitely enjoy a sort of like an album list where you can go from where it goes one to ten and it's very seamless and sort of like and sort of like a journey right um do, do you see Saturnalia as that, where it's just yeah. more sort of like, it's definitely not when we go one to 10 and you feel completely satisfied. And if you go from like one to seven, it's kind of like, eh, or like, or yeah. I put a lot of thought into the arrangement of the songs and the flow of everything and kind of the story arc. So yeah, I would really encourage people to listen to it the way that it was laid out and sometimes Mm -hmm. I like to put albums on shuffle and like it's fun to do that but I think this one was definitely designed to be listened to in order you know awesome awesome with magic uh your first single uh is there any sort of like um uh influences like artistically uh that 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 you pulled to, to to make this song or is it just um something else that you've made sort of yourself like yeah well you know I feel like I'm always pulling from a variety of musical influences that I've been absorbing over the years. I think the soundscape of this was very Beach House inspired. Um, and I don't know, it's it's hard to to pinpoint like the the vocals. I think I wanted this to be more of like a, a classic kind of like 
you know, those those classic jazz standard songs that have a theme and um, like all these literary references and allusions and things like that. So sticking with the theme of of magic and using a lot of words to evoke certain feelings from that theme felt more just like like a classic song structure, which I don't always do. So I can't even pinpoint an, an exact artist, uh, but just like yeah. that that ca- that classic song structure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the first verse, second verse, chorus, bridge. Because a lot of my songs are a little bit more freeform than that, so it felt kind of good to to write a, in a classic song structure. Yeah. Is magic a lesson worth learning? Serve like from from you from everybody just in general. Like, is this something that you think that everybody should should know? Sort of like that longings for regret. It's definitely a warning, I think, like that love can change very fickle and volatile and kind of just surrendering to that. Um, but I think Saturnalia as an album is all about change and just like the inevitability of loss and change and learning to be okay with it and learning to accept it. And magic ends on kind of this melancholy, sad note, but if you sit with that feeling long enough, I feel like it changes into something else. So it goes into the next song, Prophecy, in a little bit of a seamless way, which is more about regret. And then the next one's about time passing. And then there starts to be a shift in the album, which is acceptance and setting yourself free and kind of accepting the secular, changeable nature of everything, zooming out looking at the bigger picture so yeah I would say there's definitely a lesson in magic and then a lesson in how magic feeds into the rest of the album if that makes sense okay nice nice Saturnalia what's the plan for the album like when's the release like are are you releasing more singles like what are the dates for it like uh what's up the whole album in general so September 15th is when magic comes out Grievances comes out on October 13th and the album comes out on October 27th. And then we're doing, you know, that big concert party to celebrate Halloween weekend. Um, And then, you know, kind of just seeing how the album settles and like what kind of life it takes on of its own. We're going to put out a few live sessions of some of the songs post album release. And then we are planning a spring tour and not exactly sure what that looks like yet, but definitely probably coming back through North Carolina. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say head up Raleigh. There, yeah. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of cool venues and a lot of cordis. So. Oh, yeah. We love it here. Nice. Yeah. So that's, um, and then, you know, spending the winter, you know, kind of getting ready to dive into album two. Nice. The process is so much longer than I thought it would be. <laughs> I, yeah. I think when I was like, oh, I'm going to write an album, I thought I could recorded in a couple months get it out mm-hmm. very quickly but you know this has been like almost a two-year process so oh, yeah. yeah yeah so uh, excited to get get the next <laughs> the next ball rolling <laughs> awesome awesome yeah. well um before we uh wrap, wrap up the interview is there anything else uh you, you, you'd like to say about the album about magic you know where can people find you um when does yeah uh, again when does the album release uh Sure. So album comes out on Friday, October 27th, and you can keep up with all 
the updates and everything mostly by following my Instagram. So if you want, you can go to wishqueen underscore. Um, that's where I'm the most active. Uh, and then I've got a website going up very soon that will have merch available and pre-orders for the vinyls and, you know, upcoming tour dates, all that good stuff. And you can go to wishqueenmusic.com if, if you like to stay up to date. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Grace, uh, a.k.a. Wish Queen or, you know, I, I think Wish Queen's a cool name. I, th- I think I'll call you Wish Queen for now. Uh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> uh, for coming down to WKNC and talking with me about your music and uh, your, your upcoming album. Um, Thanks for having me. It's been great. Yeah. And also, uh, thank you so much, listener, for listening to this edition of Off the Record. I've been your host, Salof. This has been Wish Queen, and this is WKNC 88.1 FM Raleigh. Enjoy your day. Peace.